shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. Every single spring, that first day that I walk outside and I see that yellow dust all over my truck, I'm like, that is Satan's dandruff. It destroys me. I legitimately can't go outside for longer than three minutes because my eyes get swollen, my eyes get puffy, my nose gets congested, and I just simply can't breathe. Luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Designed for serious allergy sufferers, Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so that you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. When I started taking Claritin D about two months ago, I can finally get back outside and play pickleball again, which is what I love to do, but I couldn't do it because my allergies were so bad. Claritin D has legitimately allowed me to go outside again, ready to live life as if you don't have allergies it's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. Good fam, welcome back to the Human Hope Podcast with your host, Carlos Enrique with the Cabello, and we got Dr. Delight, feel it, dropping the beats for us as we start episode 28 of the show. Friends and fam, let me tell you now, this show's going to make you want to put it down. I, j- I just freestyled. Listen, I know last week I thought I was a rapper. I just, I, I swear to you, I did not make that up before. That just came out of my ethos, came out of my soul. I am a rapper, a freestyle rapper. Dear Eminem, if you would like to go at it in some sort of eight mile competition, I'm down. I'm ready. Obviously. All right. We are doing one of my favorite episodes. You know, these actually take the longest and it's a lot easier for me to interview somebody and put it on the podcast. These episodes where I have you guys tell me the best thing that's happened to you in the last year. Give me some good news or the most miraculous thing that's happened to you. Give me some more good news. These take a long time. I'm going to be up to like three in the morning, but you know what? It's worth it because I was crying like a baby. Uh, listening to all your good news. Listen, uh, for those listeners that do not follow me on Instagram, that is where I collect these voicemails. I have people swipe up. I had hundreds of people leave me uh, their voice memos on the best thing that's happened and how to dig through them. I, I, I appreciate everybody that left a voicemail. I wish I could in, con, include all of them, uh, but I'm just going to keep you know asking you guys. And, and some of you guys have like, left the same voicemail a few times and you've been persistent and you made the show this time. So uh, this is, here's the deal. We have just been in bad news city 
Are you tired? I'm tired of all the bad news, you know? And I mean, I don't want to get it. I don't want to like go on a tangent like I always go on a tangent, but I'm going to go on a tangent. You know, there were lots of people. I, I mean, people are just, they're, they're so fickle, right? With their frustrations. Because like people were so angry about one thing literally seven days ago when this podcast last came out, right? Seven days ago when my friend Rob was on here. Like the news cycle was on one thing. Everyone was screaming about that. And then now like I've gone back and I've looked at all the kind of the pundits on the left and the right that have, that were screaming about certain things and they're not screaming about those things anymore. And guess what? They're probably not going to scream about them again because as the news cycle changes, so does the direction of our rage. And I just want, I want to let everyone know how we're being played. Now, is every news network anchor trying to play us? Of course not. But I definitely would say uh, the ones on cable are. <laughs> okay. Um, you know, my friend Sharon said this week, I think it was actually great advice. Somebody asked her, you know, if there's any television news network that you, you know, you can trust to be kind of partisan or down the middle. And obviously, you know, I mean, this or that. I mean, who really knows if that's the case? But she did say, and I appreciate this, like nightly news, like network TV news. They only have 30 minutes. So they don't really like 24 minutes with commercials. So they don't really have time to like interview uh, and get opinions on things. They, they try to get you kind of straight towards the facts. So, you know, ABC World News Tonight, that's my favorite. David, I can't ever say the last name right. Muir? Muir. Um, all those, Lester Holt. Um, those, those are quick, quick hits. Why, why did I even start talking about that? All that to say, news. Not all news. I don't, I don't think all news is fake news. I don't think all news is um, trying to like skew your opinion one way or the other. I do believe that there's news agencies that are trying to deliver you facts. And actually, I'm going to get on this podcast, uh, a buddy of mine, um, Travis, that heads up the Washington Post Instagram. And we actually talked about it when he was in Nashville. Uh, I think I'm going to get him on the, the podcast because I, I think it's, a, it's important for us to be able to separate, especially for large news organizations, the difference between opinion and news, even though they may be coming under the same umbrella, right? So like the New York Times has opinion pieces. They may have some straight up racist opinion writers, but that doesn't make the New York Times racist. Does that make sense? They just have opinion. So, so like people can write opinion in newspapers, but that doesn't mean that the newspaper is 100% on board with those opinions, if that makes sense. Anyway, I'd love for Travis to come on here to really explain to us maybe... And understand the news a little bit better as he is a journalist and I think a really good one. And he gets to use his journalistic, journalistic abilities uh, on, on Instagram, which is really awesome. He's got a team. We'll do that. We'll do that. All right, Travis. I don't know. How about next week? I, th I, think, it, I think it'd be good for us to hear from a true journalist. And, um, and, and he, listen, I'm a true journalist. I'm a journalist. You know what I'm a journalist of? Your good news. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Carlos Enrique Guzman Chibolcabeo's Journalism School of Good News. How do we do this? Well, I ask people on my Instagram to give me their good news, their truth, facts that are true about who they are. 
And these facts have all sorts of warm fuzzies involved. Uh, and that's what we're going to do today. It's quite simple. Every once in a while, we've done this, maybe this is the third time uh, out of 28 episodes. And I just want to give you guys some good news. And so what I like to do is I like to cue up, cue up the feel-good music, right? I mean, look, I, I know shame in my game. I put the feel-good music behind the feel-good stories. And what does that do? That starts to tug on our hearts because it starts to allow us to believe that the goodness can actually happen to us too, right? I mean, that, that, that's why, I mean, have you ever tried to YouTube your favorite movie without the score behind it? It just, not, it just doesn't do it. Right? That's why I like to put a little bit of scoring behind this. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, please uh, strike the score. Feel good score right now. All right. You feeling it? I hope you are. Listen, this is what I need you to know. And this is really important. I know some of you guys out there are not in the midst of a good news season in your life. Like, sometimes you hear episodes like this and you may think, you know, this is great for them. But like, why hasn't it happened to me yet? I want us to begin to understand that for some of these people, their good news story has been years or decades in the making. And so we're going to start off with a couple of great stories of hope when it comes to work. I know a lot of you guys are looking for that right job and you, you, you may have been looking for a long time. Um, I think these are going to encourage you guys. So let's start this off. What do you guys think? Human Hope fam, give it up for the Human Hope listeners. Here we go. So there was a position at my church that I interviewed for probably nine or ten years ago that I didn't get and moved on. But then uh, I had an opportunity for a different position at my church this past November, December um, and started there. And then three months later, I actually got to put into the position that I wanted to be in uh, 19 years ago and it's just funny how God works and his timing and how everything kind of came full circle the most exciting thing that's happened to me I got my first Etsy order woohoo I have a crochet shop on Etsy woohoo crochet and I got my first order I don't even know what today is but I got it a couple days ago Yay! Okay, hi. So this is Monica from Houston, Texas. And the most amazing thing to me started out as the worst thing. I um, was with a company for 20 years that went under because of COVID in December. In January, I said yes to a small little job completely out of my comfort zone. I had never done anything like it before. It was loosely sort of kind of related to sales, which is what I did for 20 years. Here we are in August and I was offered a full-time position making more money than I ever made in the other job with better benefits than I had. Like, what? <laughs> so, yay! I mean, things work out, right? Things work out, right? Right. Right. I believe they do. Uh... One more, one more about a job. I think this one's really going to touch you guys. Hi, Los. This is Neely in Atlanta. My good news is that I got to put on scrubs again. I, <laughs> after three long years battling a crippling autoimmune disease, myasthenia gravis, that caused me to leave my career as a bedside nurse, my passion, 
I started a job. I am not in remission by any means. I still have intense treatments every week, but I took a leap of faith and this part-time job is in health coaching. I know my fellow nurses are struggling and I wish I could relieve them, but I hope I can do something on the preventative end. And I hope my daughter sees how important it is to never give up and to fulfill yourself with your passions and what lights your heart on fire. Thanks for letting me share. Thank you for sharing, Neely. You make me want to run through a freaking wall. In spite of her pain, she still gets up every day and does what she was created to do. Right? So, I mean, I don't I don't know what you may be feeling right now. I don't know if that's you. I don't know if you're in emotional, physical, spiritual pain, but I'm here to tell you, no, Neely is here to tell you that you can not only get up, but you can bust through. You can serve. You can step into your God-given potential. I just love you guys. Hey there, I'm Dr. Maya Shunker, and I'm a scientist who studies human behavior. Many of us have experienced a moment in our lives that changes everything, that instantly divides our life into a before and an after. On my podcast, A Slight Change of Plans, I talk to people about navigating these moments. Their stories are full of candor and hard-won wisdom. And you'll hear from scientists who teach us how we can be more resilient in the face of change. Listen on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Let's go for some more. How about some, how about some family? some family good news take it away guys hi carlos samantha from flint michigan here um i'm 33 almost 34 years old and i had never known uh or even spoken or met my father and this year i reached out to him and we have been communicating for the past two months i have also been communicating with some of my half siblings that i never knew i had So I went from not knowing my father and four siblings to now having this whole new family that I've been getting to know. So that's all. Bye. Hey, Carlos. This is Josh from Washington State. Uh, One of the most amazing things that's happened to me over this last year is I've reconnected with my family, uh, mom, dad, brother and sisters after years of uh, not really talking with them and I'm just thankful. I thank God for the opportunity that I've had to rekindle our relationships and grow. My son, who has special needs, is in fifth grade and was voted student council president. Yay! It's so amazing because he has socially awkwardness and doesn't always know the right things to say, but his friends and his peers voted him president. Yay! Hi, my name is Karma, and I live in North Dakota. My good news is that I got to see family for the first time in over six months because of COVID, and they live in Canada. And then my other news is the past week, I had a man ask to date me, and he meets all of the things that I have prayed for for over seven years and a future husband. So I am super excited about it. Seven years, and he showed up. I am excited for that too. That is amazing. Let's get some more. Come on. Hey, Carlos. This is Melody in Alabama. We just got word that our son who's been deployed overseas since 
September of 2019 is finally getting to come home for Thanksgiving and Christmas. COVID really kind of killed our travel plans to go see him in Japan. My mama heart is so happy. Love your show. Love what you're doing. God bless. God bless your son for his service. Uh, I, I, I cannot fathom what it's like uh, to have a child deployed. And so thank you for letting him do what he's doing. And thank him, please, from the Human Hope family for everything he has done for us. One more. Guys, you can break free. Here's some strength. Check this out. Hey, Carlos. Uh, Rachel from Australia, Melbourne, in fact. Um, the best thing for me in the last 12 months is I escaped a domestic violent relationship and I am living such a freer life with my two beautiful boys um, and loving the freedom that I have now in this life. Um, it's amazing. Have a great day. Okay, my good news is my nine-year-old just made the spell team at school and will likely be a spell bowl champion. Wait, I think it said it's going and I wasn't ready yet. Okay, this is Kelly from Whitefish, Montana. And I just have to say, my good news this past year has been um, a redemption and redeeming of time. Since walking through divorce, um, there was a lot of time that was just distracted and stolen, taken away from me. And um, since COVID, I've been able to have my kids home like 90% of the time. I get to homeschool and we get every single day together. So although it's hard work, it's worthy work and worth every bit of all the hard stuff. So that's my good news, Carlos. You're awesome. So thankful for you. The kids and I love you. And I love you and the kids back. Friends and familia. What did I say? We ain't even halfway through. And uh, my heart is just full of hope of you guys being the human hope for other people. This is what I need you to do right now. Right now, in this moment, before we continue on, I need you to pick up your phone, your telephone, and I need you to copy the link to this podcast, and I need you to send it to all your friends. Text your grandma, text your aunt, text your uncle. I'm, I'm, saying, I'm acting like you just have family, you don't have friends. Text uh, your best friend, text your former best friend, somebody that you know that needs a little bit of hope and needs to know that, guess what? Good news is just around the corner. Send them this and tag, hashtag human hope uh, so I can see you guys sharing this. So helpful. Uh, one of the ways that uh, human hope continues to be able to, and the way that I continue to be able to give this to you guys on a weekly basis uh, is through our partners. And this partnership, I've talked about them before. I will talk about them again after today is a real partnership. This isn't a sponsor. This is a partner. And uh, you guys know all about my love for AIM, Agape International Missions. They are actually doing it. They are rescuing children from sex trafficking. I'm seeing it now. Like I'm in the ditches seeing what they do 
and they're doing it. And so this is, here's the deal. We're talking about hope and giving each other hope right now. What if right now the human hope listeners gave hope to these children that are being trafficked and they, and suddenly Agape International Mission AIM is lifted up higher because we stood behind them and said, go. Listen, AIM actually has a SWAT team that kicks down the doors themselves to rescue these kids. The evil of trafficking is great, but as we know here on Human Hope, the reality of hope is greater because why? When we come together, we can literally change these lives forever. So this is my challenge. Let's prove it. Let's prove that the reality of hope is greater and this is how we're going to do it. I'm going to invite you to join me to be part of the village, which is Ames community of monthly donors that makes the work possible. How do they do it? They do it in five steps. Rescue, restoration, healing, protection, and freedom. It is what they do. And it's what you guys provide when you join the village. So this is what I want you guys to do. Head to aimfree.org slash Carlos, aimfree.org slash Carlos. And when you give right there, you're actually going to change lives. It's my invitation to you to be part of the story of rescue. Human Hope fam, jump on the rescue train. Please join me in partnering with this incredible organization. And now I'm going to join you as you continue to give each other the hope that only you guys can give. Let's keep going. How about we lean into some miracles when it comes to physical healing? Let's go. Hey, this is Sarah from Tampa, Florida. We have had a really hard year like most people, but a few amazing things that have happened to us are that we've been able to buy a new house for our family. We welcomed surprise baby number three, who's just been the sweetest addition. And the most amazing thing is that my husband's sight was restored. He grew up in South Africa and when he was 12, he lost his vision. One eye has never recovered, but the other he's had nearly 40 surgeries on to keep vision in. A few years ago, he had a retinal detachment that was really scary for us and we weren't sure if he'd ever be able to see. And then just before the birth of our third baby, he had to undergo another surgery, um, but this procedure was life-changing for us. He is able to see now without contacts or glasses and it's just been such an answer to prayer because he can see our babies grow up. We have a lot of hope that this will be a long-term solution for his sight. And so we're just so thankful for this. Hey, my name is Katie Beth and I am calling from Michigan. And two things come to mind that were just pretty incredible um, over the last year. The first is that I survived a year of teaching hybrid. It was my 14th year of teaching. I teach high school English and um, I never really thought I would quit. Um, but in the back of my mind, it was a rough one and God got me through it. And so that was, that was the first thing professionally. And then the second thing um, personally is that my mom was diagnosed with stage four metastatic breast cancer. And um, they gave her about six months to eight months to be able to, to live. And we just celebrated year five with her, um, not just living, but thriving and serving God and um, just pouring back into, into us, uh, her kids and her grandkids. Man, if, if my mom can survive the, the stuff that she's going through, um, this pandemic ain't got nothing on us. So those are two things that I can celebrate from the past year. I am Vicki from Cottontown, Tennessee. Three years ago, my husband was diagnosed as acute paraplegic. 
This past year, he has learned to walk independently and is back to work as an usher at the Grand Ole Opry. Hope, H is for healing, O is for opportunities abound, P is for progress, and E is for encouragement empowers. Thank um, you. Uh, Vicki, can, can I just pause for a second? And can we just appreciate what just happened? Vicki, you just gave us our first acrostic. I- I'm going to put this on the freaking show artwork. H is for healing. O is for opportunity. P is for progress. E is for encur- encourage and powers. I'm all in when it comes to this. I'm all in. A couple more stories of hope with physical healing. Here you guys go. Well, I had a baby, which he's perfect and amazing. And they thought that he was going to have little tumors in his brain. And we went back for another ultrasound and they were completely gone, which is a complete miracle and was unbelievable to us. We were so grateful for the Lord for healing him. And then I went back to work after he was born and I got a promotion within four months and in my dream job. And then my husband just got a promotion um, and a raise yesterday. So it's been an amazing past few months and we are just so grateful. I'll be leaving soon to pick my dad up from the hospital where he has been recovering from COVID. Thank you, Jesus. Hi, Carlos. My name is Tamara White. I'm from Surprise, Arizona. And the most awesome thing that has happened to me over the past year is that I am still pancreatic cancer free. Since 2019, I just celebrated my two-year anniversary of being pancreatic cancer-free. Praise the Lord. I want to hop in here for just a second um, because this is what this is what I know stories like this could possibly do, especially for somebody that's been seeking after healing for a long time uh, and they haven't gotten it. Or what about somebody that has been praying specifically for somebody else to get that healing and you hear these things and it's blow after blow after blow after blow. I'm here to tell you that our friend Sarah is going to encourage you to look at healing, maybe from not just one perspective, because I know how devastating it can be when you don't see the results that you want. And Sarah, Sarah, you What you're about to say is the picture of what I believe trials can do to us and how they can push us to a place of seeing this world differently and maybe even holistically. Thank you for these words, Sarah. Take it away. Hey, Carlos. My name is Sarah, and I am sending this message from just south of Chicago in Illinois. Um... Ironically, my year has entailed a cancer diagnosis in April, but with that, um, it has also grown my faith and brought me nearer to God in a way I never could have expected. So uh, cancer is not great, but seeing God and seeing all of the beauty through a different lens in this world is really, really a beautiful blessing. A beautiful blessing. Thank you, Sarah, for your authenticity. Thank you for your fight. Thank you for encouraging me and allowing me, because what you just did, you may not know it, is allowed me to realize, you know what? I don't have cancer that I know, like Sarah does. I don't know how much time I have left. 
But just as you, Sarah, have said that you've seen the beauty in life because you know how precious time is. I want that. I don't want that to be wasted on us. I don't want that to be wasted on me. I want us to each and every one of us know and understand and comprehend that we only have so much time left. There will be a complete reset of humanity within 110 years, unless one of you guys lives to be 111 and you're zero years old listening to this. Okay, so with the time we have left, and we don't even know how much time that is, let's make an impact. Let's come together as a community and let's spur each other on. Thank you, Sarah. Let's keep going. Hey, so my name is Kimberly White, and I live in Listwell, Ontario, which is a small rural community in uh, Ontario. And today, we as a town are celebrating Heidi's 34th birthday. And Heidi is a phenomenal woman, a mama of four, who was just diagnosed with aggressive uh, stage four breast cancer. And so the whole town is celebrating her birthday today by doing random acts of kindness Um, in honor of her and so even today when I was on my way to do a random act of kindness someone gave me a cookie on the street in honor of Heidi's birthday and so the whole town is just trying to find ways to celebrate her birthday today and really to love on one another because that is what Heidi's all about loving and I think that's amazing. Hey Carlos this is Katie Lynn. Um, The best thing that happened to me this past year is actually happening right now. Um, My new boss is awesome, and he let me take all of the five weeks of time off that I have saved up all at the same time, and my dog and I left on a road trip for Alaska at the end of August. Um, We're currently in Anchorage right now, in week three of our five-week road trip, and it's been incredible um, and inspiring, and I've been able to reconnect with myself and with God and it's just been really great so yay for nature and nature therapy good morning my name is Sarah Moten and I'm calling from Whittier California I'm just calling to say one of the great things I did is I took a road trip with my best friend we drove from Oakland all the way to Seattle to take her daughter to her stuff and then we drove back in the midst of that I found your podcast Um, I was able to stop at Five Mary's and have a steak salad and then find come to find out you guys did a podcast together and then you guys did the Dixie Fire Insta Familia. So I am so thankful to have found human hope. I am so thankful that I am able to uh, beat COVID this year and so much to be thankful for. So much, so much. Um, yes, there's enough bad news in the world. So thank you for doing this. So much to be thankful for. I love that you stopped and you met five Marys in person before you, before I did and you had one of her burgers. That's some good news right there. Oh man, I need a burger. You guys, first of all, can we also talk about what good news it is that you guys are just road tripping with your dog, with your best friend, with five Marys. Let's go. Let's go. Let's get in the car. Let's explore. Let's adventure with the time. We've got a couple more good news stories. And these are really good news because you guys are showing anxiety and depression that it may be going through a season in your life, but it does not own you. You guys got this. Here we go. Hi, Carlos. My name is Ariana. I'm calling from Michigan. The best thing that happened to me in this last year would have to be finding this amazing community of people that pushed me to better myself, be a better person, take better care of my mental health, and it's changed my outlook on everything. And I have you to thank for that. 
My name is Jill from Texas. For 15 years, my husband has been addicted to alcohol. Last week, he woke up and said, I'm done. He has been sober for seven days, and it has been the best seven days of my entire life. In 2018, I suffered a severe um, manic episode and was diagnosed with bipolar one disorder. And this month I am celebrating three full years of being completely stable, um, not having any major issues and being healthier than I've been in my entire life. And it's pretty amazing. Carlos, um, the best thing that's happened in this past year is taking, finally taking time to address anxiety and um, what was found to be a hyper-focus ADHD um, and really taking the time to dig in, work with a counselor, um, get on you know medication and really start that journey to uh, being and becoming my best self. Hey Carlos, this is Meredith from Montgomery, Alabama. Yesterday I hit eight months of being self-harm free. I never thought I would ever get there and I'm so thankful to God that he put me in touch with a counselor that I needed and that he and I are just able to work through this together and I am as healthy as I've ever been and mentally just exactly where I need to be and I'm so thankful for that. Thank you, Carlos. Thank you, Meredith, for spending another day with us. Thank you, everybody, for pushing through, for finding the hope. Uh, I'm just so, honestly, I'm a little bit overwhelmed, Meredith, at your story, because I know, I know how hard it is to get past some of those self-harming things. I've seen close friends of mine battle through it. And the fact that you're eight months Eight months with no self-harm. Round of applause for you. Therapy, counseling, church, Jesus, all the things that I know are available for you. Listen, I believe that all of the things in the natural are important, but I'm the big believer that our help is in the natural and our hope is in the supernatural. And so that's where I lean. It's what I, I keep pushing people towards. There's hope for you guys. And I'm not the hope. I want to let you guys know. I believe the hope is in Jesus. Uh, and if you got questions about that, DM me. I'd love to talk to you about it. <sighs> you guys, you make me feel all the things. And I just couldn't be prouder um, of you guys pressing through and sharing these stories. Uh, and I just, I'm speechless. Now. I do want to let you guys know that it is um, National Suicide Prevention Week and ending with those thoughts on, you know, mental health. Um, it is, it's very important. Nobody likes to talk about this. Okay. Um, it's a complicated issue and literally it impacts every single community on the planet. So I'm partnering to with to write love on her arms. You guys see me in their shirts all the time. You may think, what is this Twaloha thing that Carlos is always wearing on his Instagram? Well, it's to write love on her arms and it's an organization that helps people that struggle with mental health issues. Uh, now, what, what, what are we doing with World Suicide Prevention Day? I'm actually going to be tonight, uh, when you on the 9th of, of September, 
when this goes live, this podcast, I'm going to be sharing my story on To Write Love in Her Arms Instagram page. I'm going to be sharing uh, just my thoughts on mental health and how important it is. But there's some action steps that you guys can can use. Okay. Um, look for signs and ask questions. Know and share help. Offer support and healing. Have the conversations and share your story. These are all things that To Write Love in Her Arms is helping you guys and myself with um, this week. And, and they're, they're also uh, fundraising so that they literally are trying to raise um, $250,000 for treatment and recovery scholarships to eliminate the barriers people face when finding professional care. So what I'd love for you guys to do is go to TWLOAH.com. That's TWLOAH.com. And another day with you. What an incredible um, campaign. Uh, just helping people be aware that, you know, suicide is the second leading cause of death for 19 to 30 year olds here in America. Second leading. It's important that we don't hide away from this, that we face it, and that we try to completely change the trajectory of that. You guys, oh my gosh, it is 1.20 a.m. on September the 9th, and I am hyped. I'm hyped. I want to go run around the block because you guys have given me hope. This is a little bit shorter episode than we normally do, but actually a lot more content uh, because you guys have put me to work editing this thing. I, st- I still edit my own podcast. I-, I don't know if I'll ever not be able to just because I, it's like my baby, right? It's like my baby. All right. Let's try to wrap this thing up. Dr. Delight, kick it. All right. So this is the end of episode 28, number 28, heading into 29 and then 30. Let's do something special for 30. Um, guys, it's been good. Do you guys feel it? Do you feel the warm fuzzies? If you do, please let somebody know about this podcast. Please send it to your aunts and uncles and cousins and all the people. Very important. If you guys wouldn't mind, please review and rate the podcast. All right. So wherever you listen to your podcast, review the podcast, rate the podcast. It really helps it get in front of other people. You guys are the hope. You guys are the human hope. You guys are the ones that are making me have my hope. Can't wait till next week. For everyone here, the Human Hope family, Carlos and Diego Vigil Cusmanchevo Cabello saying, I will see you guys at episode 29. What do you think? Let's go. <laughs> I've been wanting to do that too. I ain't done. <laughs> okay. Now we're done. <laughs>